Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth, shifting you into higher consciousness, a show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, interviews with inspiring guests, experts, and celebrities, intuitive readings, channeled messages, mental health awareness, and hot topics to expand your awareness. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. So before we go into our episode, I just wanted to give a shout out to a nonprofit that I found out about that I really believe in. I would like to talk about the importance of volunteering. Now more than ever, there's people in need And I know a lot of you that listen want a way to give back. And giving back also makes you feel happy, feel better, feel inspired. Whether you have one hour or 15 hours, Volunteer Network OC makes volunteering easy. And I have the Director of Operations here, Maria Galasso, to tell you more about it. Hi, Maria. Hi, Kim. Thank you so much. Uh, Volunteer Network OC brings volunteers together with nonprofit organizations in Orange County, helping individuals and families in extreme uh, poverty or experiencing homelessness. We have a free app available at Google Play or the App Store. All you have to do is download the free app and register, then search events, and with one click, you're signed up and ready to volunteer. Volunteer Network OC provides a platform designed to simplify the process of connecting volunteers with local community groups who provide shelter, food, clothing, and other basic necessities to people in need. Download our app today and see how easy it is to volunteer. It's a great way for our Southern California listeners to give back and a great way for families to get together and volunteer together which is amazing, Um, especially, you know, during the holidays and after and during this crazy pandemic. It's just such a needed thing right now in the world. So thank you, Maria. I'm sure so many people will be signing up today. Can you remind us of how to find the app? You go to either Google Play or the App Store. And it's very, it's it's free, by the way, and just easy to download. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And one more shout out before we start our episode, I wanted to tell you all about the person I get my jewelry crystals and stones from. It's Yolanda Martinez. She's been on our show before. She's one of my dear friends. And I seriously order like 70% of my jewelry, my stones and crystals that protect your energy. Yolanda, tell us a little bit more. Well, hello. Yes, let me tell you about our generous stones. I have some rose quartz, and you know what that's good for? Love and happiness in your heart. Um, some turquoise, tiger eye, freshwater pearls, abalone, a little bit of this and a little bit of that, um, and much more. And we have our metals, which are gold, silver, rose gold, hematite, a little bit of everything. Whether you want it to be earrings, a necklace, bracelets, or a couple of rings on your fingers, whatever it may be. Yes, or gifts for somebody, right? Definitely. You can find it all on my website, www.myparklane slash Yolanda Martinez. 
Awesome. You can find her on social media under Yolanda Martinez. Thanks, Yolanda. Thanks, Kim. Hello, everyone. This is Eden and Kim from Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. Welcome and thanks for listening. Hi, Kim. Hi. Happy How are you? <laughs> um, so today we had a uh, like a last minute change in um, what we were going to be talking about today because uh, I guess had to reschedule. So we're going to throw something together and um, it's going to be something really important, actually. So we're actually we're glad that it turned out this way. So today we're going to have someone on that is very close to me. <laughs> uh, she's one of my favorite people in the world. It's my daughter, Skylar. And normally we talk about her because she does all of our social media. She did our website and uh, she does a lot of behind the scenes stuff for us for our podcast um today she's gonna come in front of the the camera so to speak and um we're gonna talk to her about one of the topics that she brought up on her blog and or her her uh, instagram page um about fear and we thought it was very interesting and um let's get into it let's just see what what this conversation turns into hi skylar Hi guys. Welcome. Thank you. It was weird. My second time being on the podcast yet. I'm now on my own. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, first tell us about your blog and what you've been doing on social media and how people can find that because that's what inspired us. It's actually inspired a few of our topics on our show. And so we're very grateful for for your mind and, and all yeah. this stuff you're creating. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So almost a year ago now, um, I started off um, creating, I created a blog and really was trying to focus on creating like mental health awareness. And um, it kind of evolved more into me wanting to talk about personal development, self-awareness and mindset to help bring a lot of important topics to people's attention that can help them understand more how they can connect to themselves in a way that we don't always pay attention to. Um, and so it's a way that people can really just find out more about themselves by the things that I talk about. Um, and I also started a YouTube channel and I post a lot mainly on my blog, YouTube channel, and Instagram page about a lot of those topics. Do you base a lot of your things on your real life, on your own life? Um, kind of. When I first started, well, like I, a lot of it was based off of things that I was going through because I started right when I was going through a lot with during COVID. And then throughout like my time doing it, I definitely pulled inspiration from things that were going on because a lot has happened this past year. Um, but sometimes I also just see things that um, people need to hear because um, I'll read conversations or other things that people are talking about on things that I follow. And then if I want to talk more about it or like say my view about it, um, then I'll touch on those kind of topics too. Very right. relatable. Yeah. Well, and what caught my eye, I love surveys. I love researching and, you know, asking 50 people or a hundred people or more or something and seeing where people are at in general, 
because it changes from, you know, year to year, depending on what's going on in the world, as well as what's going on in people's lives. And you did a survey about fear. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, so I recently um, wrote a blog on the topic of choosing fear over joy. And whenever I write a blog, I always put Instagram polls and questions in my story because I feel like asking people questions helps them understand how they can relate to the topic that I'm talking about and also help them better understand kind of the way that they can connect to those topics um, in their own way. And so when I was asking these questions, I asked two questions, which is usually less than I usually do. But the first question was, um, would you rather feel, feel fear or joy? And the second question I asked was, what do you actually feel more, fear or joy? And I found that the results were really interesting. It was something that I thought was going to happen because it was what I wrote about. But to actually see the results was really interesting. And so the first question, almost 100% of the people said that they would rather feel joy over fear. Mm -hmm. Then in the second question, over 50% of the people who responded said that on a daily basis, they actually feel fear more than joy, even though they want to feel that joy more. And so it's really interesting to see that because you can see how much fear really does overpower us when we allow it to, because it is a decision that we make, Mm -hmm. um, that we really allow that fear to take over us, even when we want to feel something that can bring us more comfort and happiness and that joy in our life. I think it's because it's like part of it is we're afraid to let go and not have control because then what, what can happen? Like what if, but what turns out to happen is when you do decide to let go fully, then you can feel that joy and peace no matter what's going on. Yeah, definitely. And I, that's kind of one of the things that I wrote about is that one of the main reasons why people choose fear over joy is because Fear, if you're so familiar to fear and something like joy or peace or whatever your ideal feeling is, is a little bit more foreign to you, you're going to gravitate towards the fear because it's more comfortable. It's something that is familiar to you. And we're always going to gravitate towards something that's more comfortable because if something is uncomfortable and we don't know what it really feels like, or if we let go trying to trust that someday we will get that joy is very uncertain. And as a species, we hate uncertainty. We hate being uncomfortable. And so that's why fear is felt so much more because we're used to it and we've learned how to settle and deal with it. Wow. Yeah, that's huge. That's like that. A lot of people need to listen to that again and think about that. Like, (laughs) Are you there? Is that what's going on? I, it brings me back to a client I worked with years ago. And he, I remember he said, I don't really know what it's like to feel happiness. And he came from a lot of trauma. And he goes, I don't even know what it is. And he would create a lot of drama in his life and, you know, kind of have this roller coaster thing going on. And he said, oh, when I, when I start to feel like it might be happiness, I do something to kind of mess things up. 
Mm. And because that feels exciting to me and I don't know what happiness is like. And it, he wasn't even really making his own sense. Like he was going, I don't get why I'm doing this, but this is what keeps happening. And so, yeah, it takes, it takes like deciding, okay, I'm not going to let myself experience this anymore. And I'm going to find ways to let go. I'm going to work on how to get out of fear and to get into more harmony and joy. But it actually takes you know, sometimes working with someone, sometimes intentional activities, a lot of mindset and mm -hmm. um, reprogramming your thoughts. What are what are some other ways that you guys think? Um, yeah, you want to go? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's okay. Um, um, I mean, I think that the most important part is that, um, like you said, a lot of people don't know that that's what happens. And I think the major part of first overcoming that fear is changing your meaning around it. Because when we sit in that fear and have it overpower us, it's because of the meaning that we give to it, which is usually that fear is something to be afraid of. It's something that, you know, can hurt us and that can then limit what we want. But if we can change the meaning around fear, we can then manipulate the way that we use it and you not um, see it as something that's hurting us, but something we can use to then um, develop and grow in a different way. Because what fear really means is that you feel unprepared for something that you think is going to happen in the future. So if you know that and you change your meaning around it, then the way it's the solution to kind of mitigate that is to get prepared for whatever you feel like is going to happen. Um, and so like Kim, if it's for your example with like the person you were coaching, um, if their thing is that fear, they are feeling all this fear around like being happy and kind of like self-sabotaging it in the way then they need to see like, okay, what is it that I'm so afraid will happen if I feel this happiness? And how can I create goals or ways that can then make me feel more comfortable um, getting to that place instead of sitting in the fear and using it as um, an excuse not to get there? Totally. And I think you're, they have to develop a why, like a really strong pull to want that instead of the other and to really mm -hmm. come to that realization. And it's also, you know, a type of fear is also stress or overwhelm because a lot of times our anxiety, a lot of times that comes because of incessant obsessive worrying or mm -hmm. feeling a feeling of like being kind of like a feeling of dread or feeling that something's going to happen like you were talking about. And there were medical psychologists that proved that those who filled their minds, bodies, and souls and spirits with good stress, which is like doing things out of your comfort zone, going hiking, going dancing, going to a concert, um, you know, getting a dog, doing something new regularly, it's going to fill your body and your mind and soul with good stress. And it's much less likely that you're going to experience the stress that feels negative. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And when you were saying you have to, um, it, Tony Robbins calls it leverage. So you have to get the leverage over yourself to um, like leverage, so much leverage over yourself, which usually comes from pain. So if there's so much pain associated with 
feeling the fear, then you're going to get that leverage over yourself to change and um, ultimately try to overcome the fear. So it's like there's the fear has all the power. Yeah. Which is the decision to like you give the power to the fear because you can decide to change the meaning around it and then like everything would be different, which is obviously easier said than done for a lot of people, but it really does come down to like a decision how, on how you want to see fear in your life. And also, I think besides the choice that you can make to no longer see things from that perspective, but um, I think a way to stay like that, to make sure that you permanently shift your mindset, you have to heal the cause. Why, why are you really creating that, those negative thoughts in your head? Um, and usually it comes from your past, like any kind of unresolved trauma. Yeah. 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 If you go deep about it, sometimes it can even be related to, let's say, I'll give a couple of examples. Let's say um, a parent figure committed suicide and, you know, the child was left with that happening. They may keep repeating the feeling they had when that happened because it somehow weirdly makes them feel still close to that parent figure. Because mm-hmm. it was the feeling they had when that happened with the parent. So they don't want to consciously have this feeling, but it keeps happening because there's something deep down that they keep repeating. And the same thing with if a parent uh, uh, over and over again tells a child that they're a loser, they're going to amount to nothing. Most likely, a lot of the time, the person is going to kind of end up doing not much and being a loser because they deep down in their consciousness, want to prove that their parent is still the hero and they're right. And so it's kind of that way with staying in a feeling that you don't really want. And so you, like Eden just said, you have to go deep, deep into the healing to figure out what it is, because a lot of times it's so deep down and repressed, we don't even know why. Why are we feeling this worry, fear, and anxiety? It may be from some deep past issue that went on. Um, And I also think when a lot of times people will look at situations that have happened, what they, they look at it from the point of view of it happening to them um, as opposed to it's happening for them. And even if it's a negative situation, there's always something to learn from it. And you could always, you know, when you feel afraid of what's about to happen or this new road, I have to go down um, asking yourself how, what, what is it about this situation that I can, um, that I need to know? What can I learn from this instead of just going into the state of uh, just paranoia and fear? And, and, you know, what I always did in the past is what the, what's, I guess, catastrophizing things and making things worse than they were. And um, I would, I would not know that this is coming up for a reason. This, that this is something for me to look at so I can heal and no longer repeat that pattern. Uh, but that's a whole, you know, that, that, that takes a lot of high conscious thinking, um, mm-hmm. takes practice, but we can do self-awareness. it. Self-awareness. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, that isn't also interesting because when we're talking about like this fear and then like you were saying about um, the things that kind of go through your head, what can also help to kind of alter the way that fear controls you is the questions that you ask. Mm -hmm. Because 
no, it's not just about like the thoughts that you think, because, you know, we don't want to push our thoughts aside um, because that just only elevates them and makes them bigger. The questions and the language that we use in our questions have almost as big of an impact as the decisions around fear that you make, because we're automatically going to go searching for the questions that you like ask yourself. So like if you mom, like you were saying, or Eden. No, you can call me mom. <laughs> I don't I'll know. Call you, I'll call you sissy. I'll call you sissy. <laughs> um, like when you were saying like the questions of how can I use this versus like, what is this doing to me? Um, like if you ask yourself, what is this doing to me? Or why is this happening to me? Why do I have to feel this fear? you're automatically presupposing that the fear is all that you can feel. And if you ask a question like, how can I use this? Then that puts yourself in a position of thinking, this fear is not against me. I don't have to feel this forever, but it's actually there to teach me something. And that then you can build off of that to then kind of, um, um interrupt those patterns of feeling the fear and actually get down to you know what is this trying to show me which is what you were kind of like you were touching on um for your own personal experience and i've been trying that a lot lately too because i realized that i was asking myself questions and that were like holding me back from really understanding you know, what I really felt or um, putting myself like in this little box of emotion instead of like, oh, what is this actually showing me instead of why is this happening? Because mm -hmm. if you're if you're asking why this is happening, then you're a victim. Yeah, victim. Yeah. Chances are you're putting yourself in that like victim mentality because, you know, things you you can't avoid being a victim of something, but you can decide like the victim mentality is what you have control over. And right. why is this happening to me automatically puts you in that place. And then you, all your power is lost because you're putting it out into the external world instead of being able to use it to teach yourself something. And that makes me think of also like survival mode when you, like I, and this, I, I'm, I'm guilty of, um, most of my life doing, um, was needing the outside world, needing external safety from someone outside of me to make me feel safe, to make me feel mm -hmm. secure, um, to take away the fear that I had. And if I couldn't have someone to do that for me, then I would stay stuck in the fear and then it would compound. It would just, and then I would, everyone around me would know I was just frozen in it. Um, yeah, Skylar, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I also know that for myself too, because I've always relied a lot, a lot on external validation, and it wasn't probably till this last year where I that I really understood that and tried to change the focus mm -hmm. on like internally because external you know you can't get rid of the want to oh sometimes you know like other people saying yes you're great and all that kind of stuff but it becomes a problem when you have to rely on that to feel okay and feel 
and like that is the thing that can take away the fear instead of yourself which is what I've learned a lot this past year too yeah yeah that's really good and then you know for those that believe in a higher power knowing you are never alone you are always connected to that higher power and I think that with something that's very global, like the pandemic or other things going on in the world that people get afraid of, that that is actually a valid thing to be afraid of because it's, you know, been very destructive or let's say a war is going on or there's crime in the area you live in or something like that, then you're not imagining it. There is something going on, but at least then you can tune inward and go, okay, I'm going to tune in you know, to divine inspiration or mother nature, or if, if, you know, if you're not into any of that, at least tune into your heart and soul and breathe. Um, it will help you at least have that inner peace and trust. And then you can start thinking of, okay, well, yeah, there's a lot of possibilities of fearful things happening, but let me try to list all of the positive possibilities. Mm -hmm. The positive possibilities are everything could get better. And we have a lot of implementations in place that can make things better. And I have positive people around me and this, this, and this is going great in my life and whatever, trying to think of the things that are good. It's going to help shift your whole mindset and the cells in your body to get into a place of more harmony and peace rather than fear and worry. Yeah. And I think that's something for yeah, like moment in the moment that you definitely could use those tools. And then like for someone where, you know, coming from, um, extreme fear growing up and, uh, throughout my adult life, I, I needed, which I think other people can probably relate to this too, is I needed to find out where it all stemmed from because mm -hmm. yeah. So I could go back to the inner child and make her feel safe. So then when something was scary, like the pandemic, um, it wouldn't be as hard for me to cope with, but it triggered a lot for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just anything, anything for anybody can tr be triggered if they have some of that trauma from their past. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's also, if we're talking about like big thing, I mean, even with small things, not just like a big thing like COVID, but um, when we're trying to, go back to the cause and heal it and then like understand how we can turn it into something more positive. The main thing that you can like stop and just ask yourself when you feel the fear coming up, you can do this for any emotion is like try to get curious about it instead of um, uncomfortable with it. Because when we can be curious about the emotion, we can then, dig into where it came from, why it's here, and what it can do for you. Um, because that's another way to kind of change the language around the emotions and change the language of what you're thinking is by if fear comes up, not to get more fearful of the fear, but to get curious about it and ask yourself a bunch of questions to kind of analyze exactly what it's trying to show you. And then that also adds to like the getting to the root and, you know, trying to heal it and move forward and then focus on the positive things as well. Right. Yeah. Very good. Yep. Yeah. And I think, I think making sure you know the difference between it's interesting that a feeling and an emotion are slightly different, like a feeling you can actually mentally describe, mentally think about what it is. You can say, I'm hearing it's making me feel 
sad or feel happy or whatever. An emotion is actually a physio physiological, sometimes even behavioral, physical feeling that comes up and can create the mental thoughts going on. And then you can label it as a feeling. But when it first comes up, you were kind of like, okay, I'm having this feeling. It may, it may be a lot of things. It could be overwhelmed, fear, panic, anger, sadness. But a lot of times it comes up because it's triggered by something that's reminding you of a past hurt or a trauma mm -hmm. or something. And so I love what you're saying, Skylar, because if we can, instead of freaking out immediately about it and instead go, okay, what is this trying to teach me? What is this? You know, um, what gift can I get from this? What can I learn from this? You know, this isn't true. I'm choosing peace. I don't need to hold on to this anymore, but I want to get to the root and figure out what it is. I think then we reclaim the power over it instead of letting it make us powerless. And that's the whole point is like everyone, the reason that everyone's saying in your blog, in your poll that they want to have happiness over fear is because fear is such um, an icky, uncomfortable feeling, you know, and I'm describing it right now. Um, that they want tools on what can I do to feel more harmony and joy in my life, you know? So I think we can wrap it up with, with each giving some ways that, you know, people can take on some new habits, some new ways of doing things. So maybe even some reminders on how to feel more joy, harmony, and inner peace and less fear and worry. Hmm. So what about, how about you, Eden? Huh? Okay. <laughs> This is, this is a hard one. Um, it's well, I mean, a lot of, a lot of things I used to do weren't working. They were only like a temporary fix would be to think of something else. And a lot of people like to do that, but what really works for me and, and it's something that's in depth, it's, it's something that takes some time. I, I go to the inner child and I listen to her and comfort her make her feel like she's not alone and, and know that um, sometimes I'll even like have a dialogue where, or, and um, I envision like, and I have a um, energetic conversation with her where I go get her. And if she's stuck, sometimes I've seen her stuck in her, in the hallway in her house and she's scared of the dark uh, in the middle of the night. And um, I used to go into my sister's room to try and sleep with her, but she wouldn't let me. So I would stay in the hallway um, and and just like be just frozen in fear because nobody would let me sleep with them. <laughs> that, that was that happened many times, but I would go get her um, and make her feel like she's not alone anymore. My adult self goes. So I like to do that kind of process. And mm -hmm. it's it's been really helpful. Wow. That's deep. Yeah, yeah. And for anyone, for anyone listening who hasn't done that before, I mean, Eden specializes in that you can work with her on that. Um, but you can, you know, kind of tune in and go, what age did I first feel fear? Or what is this emotion reminding me of? When did I first think of this emotion? When did I first remember feeling it? And then you can imagine going back to yourself at that age and actually talk to yourself at that age and talk through what's going on and say, you know, you didn't deserve this. You're okay. And you know, everything's going to be all right. And it actually does wonders for your whole psyche, for your consciousness and helps um, delete some of the fear and subside it and new habits of, of having inner peace and not having the, the habitual fear come up. 
Yeah, I it's actually I remember I think it was maybe over the summer or maybe last summer I I was I didn't understand why I was having so much fear. Mommy probably remember I was having yeah. so much fear at night to where I didn't even like when it was dark I was because I was having these crazy dreams and so it brought up so much fear of like just sleeping in the dark and um you know being in the quiet and so we did that and I had like realized that I had had a dream when I was younger that like a nightmare that I was so afraid of and I didn't want to go to sleep because I was afraid the dream was keep coming and that was exactly what was repeating itself like last year because I was having these really crazy realistic scary dreams that um were bringing up the same thing so I can definitely attest to that and it was like a year ago that that happened <laughs> yeah wow yeah and I mean it happens to people the most people <laughs> that you would think have it all together yeah have the craziest stuff happen still because sometimes you have more stuff to heal or new lessons to learn and you evolve to a new level and then you're like oh now I'm seeing all these things from this level so I gotta go back and heal them on a deeper level yeah mm -hmm. And um, our family and Kim, I think you might be you have the same thing happen sometimes myself and my girls. Um, we are very connected, as most people know who are listening um, to spirit and we get a lot of visits. And it, they come usually at night um, and we'll either sense it in when we're awake or sometimes in our sleep. Sleep. So one of the it rem <clears throat> reminded me, Skylar, of that time too when That's what I was someone came to visit you. That's what I was. It was her. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, she had a visit from someone who had passed away, a, a celebrity. Well, um, it was it was both of it was it was and Cameron. Yeah, it was. They they like took over my body. <laughs> Let's well, tell. Do you want to tell the audience who it is, who they are? <laughs> sure. It's it's intriguing. Yeah, Naya Rivera and Cameron Boyce. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I just got all these chills. Yeah, <laughs> wow. It yeah. was like in the same summer they and it, I've never had I never had had any of this happen to me, and I was I slept, for you for you right, and um, <laughs> I had had them in my dreams like often, and then like there were a few nights or a couple nights, one night each, where they actually like. Uh, were affecting my physical body while I was sleeping. And that's what brought a lot of fear because when th those were happening, I got super afraid um, because I was feeling a lot of the things that they were feeling and I didn't know that they weren't my own. And so mm -hmm. because of that, I was so afraid to sleep because I was afraid it was going to keep happening. And um, then that's when we did the inner child thing. And then I tried to get my 21 year old to sleep with me. <laughs> because I was like, oh, she's scared of sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> and you and didn't you end up giving messages about Cameron like to someone close to him and then it helped that helped because that's what they wanted. Oh, his mom. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really powerful. Like that it ended up being really positive thing. And sometimes when something is so new to us or out there, like different, then we get a lot of fear instead of realizing that sometimes it's just, um, you know, something meant for you to experience, maybe to help someone or to help you become deeper and wiser. Yeah. yeah. And I think we also learned that 
there we had we get to have boundaries with that kind of thing right um just like anyone does with anything in life but for us in particular we we have that extra bonus of getting visits <laughs> from the spirits right and yeah it, it helps to be able to um not allow them to have the power or take over so you know that's a whole other subject but we yeah i had to teach her all of that <laughs> Right. And for me, I think I think what helps too, and Deepak Chopra talks a lot about this is, is just adding in meditation. And I always had this belief that, oh, well, I'm not good at meditating, I get really, you know, distracted, and I won't pay attention. But what's really helped me is just to turn on, you know, sound healing on YouTube, or, or it's called like Buddhist flute music, and just lay there. And sometimes I fall asleep, sometimes I have visions, and sometimes I just meditate. But um, I've found that the more I do that, like at least four or five times a week, even if it's just for 20 minutes at a time, I have a lot more inner peace all week long, you know, Ooh. so it does make a difference. I'll have to try that. Yeah. yeah. Yoga, helps. Yoga does that for me. I don't meditate very often or not much at all, but I feel like I get the same benefit from yoga, yoga, or even just like um having a little like morning and night routine to like wind down or just like ease into the day always helps to like mm -hmm. have that like inner peace mm -hmm. well yeah. i think this, this turned into a good deep conversation that we were meant <laughs> to have and i think a lot of people will relate um i feel like at least when someone listens to this at least one or two of the things they're gonna go oh my gosh that's me or that's what i've you know, been through a need right now. So we would love to hear back from you on your experiences with fear and um, you can keep it confidential or you can share it with all of us and we can share it on the air. And um, thank you all for listening. We'd love to hear from you. And hang on. I want to ask Skylar, do you want to share what your, uh, how do people find you? Yes. And follow you. <laughs> yeah. So um, you can follow me on my Instagram, which is at Skylar, S-K-Y-L-A-R dot Ray, R-A-E dot Sustin, which you can see how to spell it from my mom's name. Um, and then I also have a Facebook group, which you can find under my name, Skylar Sustin. It's called Connect to Yourself, Personal Development, Self-Awareness and Mindset, I think. Um, and then you can find my blog and YouTube uh, channels through my links on Instagram. Um, my blog's on um, medium.com. Nice. Great. Yeah. You have great, great topics. Um, Thank you. I think I feel like you, I have never asked you, but I feel like you get them like channeled in, like they just come in and you're like, okay, that's the next one. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it ha or um, sometimes I'll write to try and find one or um yeah i'll just like i won't plan it but i'll just like be like hmm okay do i have a topic and then sometimes it'll just come in my head or i'll start writing and it'll be like oh that sounds like it. you know people might need it <laughs> yeah well it's it's a great way to give back to everyone as well as serve so thank you for your inspiration thank you all right. Well, everybody, um, I hope everybody is having a happy, safe holiday and um, we will see you on the next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Thank you, sissy. Thank you. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. Find out more at talkpurposeandtruth.com. And follow us at Talk Purpose Truth on Instagram and Facebook.